Is it over? Is it over? Come on. Is it over? Bucks beat last night, fourth quarter. They just uh, didn't have enough gas in the tank, and they were out physical. They were out muscled. They were out hustled in every sense. And uh, the Celtics, for the second straight time at Fiserv Forum, closed on a Bucks double digit lead. Uh, this time, the Bucks, no gas left. No gas left in the tank. And the Bucks. They ended up uh, they ended up succumbing, so not a good night last night for the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks last night, uh, Giannis was Giannis, and everybody else kind of fell by the wayside. You just didn't. You're not getting the scoring prowess that you wanted out of consistently anyway, out of Drew Holiday, out of Grayson Allen, out of Pat Connaughton, out of Bobby Portis. I know that there's an issue. People had an issue with how many minutes uh, George Hill played. He played 23 minutes last night. As opposed to others who had played solid defensively. Um, I know you're asking George Hill to come off of that injury and do a lot. Carter only got one minute last night. Mora only got a minute. Uh, Thanasis, we knew he wouldn't get in unless the game was pretty much out of hand. Same with Tucker and company. But uh, Giannis dropping 34, five assists, 18 boards. Brooke Lopez. I had said all along I wanted to see Brooke Lopez get into the scoring act, and he finally got in. But it's just it's it's not enough. Only dropping 17 last night because you're looking for Drew Holiday to give you 20-plus. You're looking for Wesley Matthews to give you more. Grayson Allen trying to get him more than just seven. And then last night, late in that ballgame, Giannis does the, uh, it's not even the mean mug, but he gives Al, Hor- Al Horford uh, the nod. And Horford then said, okay, you want to go toe-to-toe? And Al Horford whooped his ass. People want to, look, I Giannis is the best player on the planet. But last night, when it counted the most, Al Horford whooped his ass. Giannis is gassed. Giannis is trying to do it himself because he's not getting any help. Chris Middleton, not back yet, obviously. And Al Horford whooped his ass. And since game one, since game one, the Celtics have been the better team. Since game one, the Celtics have been the better team. 116-108, the final last night. Uh, the Bucks ended up getting beat. Uh, the series tied up, but now it goes back to Boston, and Boston now has home court advantage. And um, it, it's uh, – I really thought the Bucks would – the Bucks did. I, I, I shouldn't even say that. The Bucks came out with the tenacity. They got up early. The Bucks did. The Bucks last night, they were up 25-18. But after that – they ended up getting outscored in the second. They uh, they outscored Boston 32-26 in the third quarter, but they just took an ass-beating 43. 43 points defensively they gave up. And I have never seen Giannis just bump a guy and watch him run past him, defensively speaking. Uh, Giannis was just out of gas. 
So somebody else. Is this series over? Now, I know for the Arden Bucks fans, you are saying, are you crazy? Are you crazy? This thing's over. Are you crazy? There's no way. I'm just simply asking, how do you feel now that Boston has taken one on the Fiserv Forum floor and they have basically outplayed the Bucks in three games? 877-867-1670, uh, Douglas says, where in the hell was Bobby Portis in the second half? Um, good question. Bobby Portis, in the second half of that contest, was on the bench. He played 15 minutes. George Hill played 23. They gave those minutes to George Hill. George Hill's a really good defender. But what they're missing, and I said this, when they let P.J. Tucker go, what they're missing is that badass mentality, that guy that's not going to be denied. And in George Hill, he's, you know, he's he's a better shooter. We all know that. He can get you bored, get you a couple of, you know, rebounds, whatever, get you an assist or two. Um, he's a good defender. He's kind of the coach on the floor. He's the calming influence. But I I think Bobby Portis could have had more minutes last night. Bobby Portis wasn't hitting, though. He was only 2-7 of seven last night. He wasn't shooting the ball well. Grayson Allen got a total of seven shots last night. A total of seven shots last night. That, you, you can't, you know, Wesley Matthews was 3-5. of five. Drew Holiday, though, 5-22 of 22 and 1-for-6 beyond the arc. I really thought when, when Bud... Uh, late in the ball game, it was I think it was third quarter, when Bud challenged that uh, that foul that originally was called on um, on Drew Holiday, and instead it went against Smart. Or no, no, it's, excuse me, it went against Jalen Brown, and it, it ended up where Jalen Brown that was his fifth foul. Okay, and I thought, oh boy, okay, this is a big move because he won that challenge. And instead of then giving up the ball and the points, they got the points and they got the ball back. And the foul went against uh, Jalen Brown. I thought Brown would go down. I thought the Bucks could take control and everything would be fine. I thought that point in time during that challenge is when the Bucks would then, that was a key moment. I, I wrote it down. That's a key moment in the game. I thought this, this circle this. This is a really good move. It's a really good challenge. This is going to be a key moment in the game. And then I watched Giannis go to the rack and give Al Horford the stare down. And when Al Horford nodded his head as if to say, all right, all right, you woke him up. At age 57, you woke him up. And Al Horford said, uh-uh. No, I'm going to go toe-to-toe with you, and we're going to win this game. And he beat Giannis's ass. So when Giannis in the postgame says, we just need to forget about it, we after the prayer, yeah, you want to forget about it because he was, he was up in your face. He beat you. He beat you, period. Beat you. That's it. 877-867-1670. Good morning to all of you. On a, If you are uh, anywhere beyond the lake area, you are feeling it today, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, I'm sitting here right now 
windows wide open, and I, I cannot bring myself to turn on the air conditioning. Here in the studio today, uh, fans going. It is 79 degrees just outside the window, literally outside. It is 74 right now as we continue to watch the sun peak in the sky. And uh, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. So uh, I am giddy over the weather. I cannot wait. I got a, uh, though some storms could come through later today. But I got some, uh, got a uh, summer concert coming up tonight. Uh, Kristen's oldest son has a summer concert tonight that we're going to go to. So I'm going to be doing that. But beautiful day today. On this sunshiny Tuesday, there is the gloom and doom that is the loss by the Milwaukee Bucks. And then a rare, poor pitching performance by the Milwaukee Brewers have extended the win streak of one Cincinnati Reds who, wherever their bats came from, they don't go away. Their bats, they they got they have decent bats. But uh, 10, 10 runs they played it last night against the Brewers in a rare, poor pitching outing down at Great American Ballpark. Brewers looking to bounce back today. The Brewers now have a three-game losing streak, and the Reds have a three-game win streak. Oh, my God, the sky is falling. Holy crap. Holy crap. Uh, but if you want to hit us up, hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the show, at Ben Z. Kenny. You can find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. You can find us on YouTube as well. And I highly recommend you go over to YouTube and subscribe. It's free, so it doesn't cost you anything. Just click on subscribe and you're good to go. Just go to uh, youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. M I C H A E L S, Bill Michaels Show. Three words, put them all together. Same thing over on Twitch TV. If you've downloaded the app, you can always find the podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. And you can email the show the old fashioned way, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. So uh, your level uh, of confidence. Or lack thereof. Who's winning this series? Let's let's go bottom line right now. What's your gut telling you? Who's winning this series? What's your gut telling you? I don't want to go level of confidence. That's candy ass way of getting out of that. Saying, oh, I don't know. Geez, I'm sitting out about it. No, uh, I got a bad gut feeling that the Bucks aren't getting out of this series. The Bucks have been outplayed since game one. They don't have an answer. They need Chris Middleton, and they 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 just they don't have they don't have consistent shooting. Drew Holiday has been. Oddly, and Drew Holiday's been great pretty much uh, all season long and in the postseason last year and this year. Uh, just this particular series, uh, they've just been able to D him up. It's one of the better defensive teams in the league, and they've been able to D him up and get more often than not get a hand in his face. The spacing by the Bucks, especially down the stretch, and the passing of the basketball was abysmal. Something Coach Bud has got to drill into their head. You cannot have eight guys on one side of the floor consistently hoping to get a shot off. Going with four-foot and five-foot passes, it's too easy to defend. They don't spread the floor. They are all looking for Giannis to do something spectacular, and somebody has got to stay, step up. Somebody, and I hate cliche, step up. That's exactly what it is, very cliche. But somebody's got to start hitting shots. And you're at home. You're in the confines of your home. And you can't hit shots. you got to give credit to the Celtics defense. But the Celtics have come out with the I'm not going to be, take no prisoners mentality. Everybody else wanted to avoid Brooklyn, hottest team in the league. 
coming into the postseason. Celtics busted their ass, and they hit the gas pedal. They went down. They sped into the postseason, and they beat the hell out of Brooklyn. And they have not stopped since. They got punched in the face in game one, and since then they went, okay, we see where you're coming from. All right, now bring it. And they have been, they've been a man-eaters ever since. Ever since. Ever since. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. I don't want to know your level of concern. I, I want to know, do you feel like, Ben, do you feel the same? Like this is now going to be the Celtics uh, series and they're going to end up winning this thing? Yeah, I don't feel good. Uh, take away, even down the stretch of the last game that the Bucks won, the Celtics have outplayed him, and Chris Middleton is not walking through the door. Somehow, I feel like the rest of the Bucks team has taken Middleton's way of either hitting every shot or missing every shot. And it goes quarter to quarter, and, and I can't understand it. In the first quarter, they look like the Showtime Lakers. Then in the fourth, they look like the Wisconsin Badgers in the second half of an NCAA game. It, it, it makes no sense to me, but I mean, down the stretch of that game, Giannis scored six points in the fourth. The Celtics, I, they scored 28 points in the quarter, but they had no answers on defense. They were lazy in transition. I, I feel horrible about their chances, frankly. Yep. I, I, I don't feel good about it. Uh, we will see in the first quarter and the third quarter of game five in Boston as to whether or not the Bucks have it. That's, that's, that's it to me the first quarter and the third quarter, and then down the stretch, can this team, who works their ass off to get a 10-point or double-digit or more lead, just to watch them defensively fritter it away and then panic when it comes time to hit shots, can this team win a game uh, Win a game when they ha- actually have a lead, and can they keep a lead? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up talking Bucks basketball. Give us your thoughts. Do you feel I don't want to know your level of concern. I don't know if they win this. No. Just give me your gut. After watching this team over the last four games, blowing them out in game one, getting their ass handed to them in game two, barely squeaking by and giving up a big lead in game three, and then having a lead only to watch it get just demolished in the fourth quarter in game four, you tell me. Who the best team is right now, and by far, if you say it's the Bucks, you are wearing the green and purple and 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 blue and cream city colored glasses because you are not paying attention. The Celtics have been the better team ever since game one. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Pain finished. They got to the pain, kicked. And made threes, so we got to do a better job of, you know, individually guarding them as a team, guarding them. Grayson Allen just hit a big three, though, for the Bucks. Boston's lead is seven. Tatum, he's been great. Got a huge second half. Oh, Tatum! Wow, somehow able to score. Um, but you know, credit to them, and you know, we got to be better. They played great. You know, we were able to play great defense for three quarters. Uh, played. Pretty much good if it's the fourth quarter, but they were making shots, you know. And um, it was a day to day, and you gotta tip your head and um, figure out, you know, what you can do better and uh, try to win game five. Gotta get them, tip your hat, damn straight, because they whoop your ass. Fourth quarter in that game, it was all Celtics all the time. Nothing the Bucks could do, uh, whether it was shooting the basketball or trying to be, at least attempting to play defense, was going to stop them. Celtics 43-28, outscoring the Bucks in the fourth quarter. And between uh, Tatum and Horford, those two guys uh, accounted for 60 points between them. 
of uh, the total of 116. So big night last night. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Burn Pit Barbecue, a veteran-owned business. They're going to be featured on uh, QVC and the Home Shopping Channel as one of the best veteran-owned businesses in the country and they're right here in our own backyard. Two guys have started this up out of their garage just a couple of years ago, and they have expanded. They have because one, it's a quality product, really, really good stuff, all different flavors, all different tastes, and because they're just genuinely good people, and they really do take care of their customers. All three reasons why you want to go to BurnPitBBQ.com for your sauces, for rubs, hot sauces, hot sauces as well. Go to BurnPitBBQ.com. That is BurnPitBBQ. Dot com. Good people over there. BurnPitBBQ.com. Welcome back to the program. A lot, a lot being said over on the Bud Light live stream. If you're joining us and you want to uh, chime in over there, you can do so. Otherwise, you can hit us up via the phone call, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Bucks lose last night, ugly fashion, 116-108, and they have not been the better team for the last three contests. They may have won one, but they have not been the better team. They get double-digit leads, they fritter it away, they don't value the possession, they turn the ball over, and their shooting prowess has been abysmal, to say the very least. Uh, Mike says, what the hell is Hill playing 25 minutes for? Uh, Then you got Brett said, I wouldn't say that they are in trouble. My gut still has faith, uh, like last year, but the one thing we have to do is get uh, pressure on Al Horford because we shouldn't be getting beat by a 35-year-old. Last night, the first three quarters, the Bucks were the better team. But when you get outscored 43-28 in the fourth, it was Boston. Coach, Bud's, Coach Bud needs to play Bobby Moore. Still think our uh, Bucks can do it. Get Jalen and Tatum in foul trouble because uh, their bench is not better than the Bucks bench. Go Bucks, fear the deer. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily believe that. Because the Bucks were better out of the gate. Boston was better to close out the second quarter. It was relatively even, even though the Bucks extended their lead in the third. And in the fourth quarter when the Bucks really needed to put the hammer down. And this is something we've seen all season long. Which is why I don't know why we expect it to change now. We have seen them get a double-digit lead only to watch it get frittered away. Last year, they were closing out games. They had the largest margin of victory out of any team in the NBA. This year, no. Wasn't the Bucks? It wasn't the Bucks, and we've seen them with double-digit leads just sit back and all of a sudden relax. And then when pressure is put on them, their shooting goes away. It's been consistent all season long. I don't know why we think it's going to change now. Giannis last night after the ball game says that uh, you got to flush this one away. Here's what he had to say: Like you win, you feel great. You lose, you feel terrible. You know, but. Um... I, like I'm, I'm over myself, you know. Like at the end of the day, like I know what the deal is. The team knows what the deal is. We gotta go to Boston and try to win a, a game. Now, no matter what I feel, it doesn't really matter. Emotions are for movies, you know that. Not for basketball. Emotions are what do you say for movies? Emotions yeah. are for movies, not for basketball. Mm, no, because the Celtics played with more emotion. Al Horford showed emotion. Al Horford, yes, he did. Al Horford showed emotion last night. You can say emotions are for movies. If that's the case, then why are you nodding your head at the opponent? If that's the case, why are you flexing up and doing the mean mug? In other words, you got your ass whipped and you have to make an excuse for it. I Look, I, I, 
I love Giannis. In this particular case, he's wrong. Giannis is the best player on the planet. Hands down, I understand that. But in this case, he's wrong. Maybe he's trying to downplay it to say it's no big deal. Guys, we got this. I can appreciate that. Maybe he's taking that leadership role right there. But uh, I think the opposite side should be you better show emotion. You better show effort. You better show hustle. Your backs are against the wall. You lose this game in Boston, and it's over. You lose the game in Boston, and it's over. Usually the team that wins game three ends up winning the series. Pac fan says, get him on your show and tell him that. I'd be happy to. What a dumbass statement, though. Uh, also, Coach Budenholzer talks about Giannis uh, fading in the fourth quarter. You know, he never wants to come out, but he will then, you know, when he needs a, a break, um, especially this time of year, he'll just, you know, he'll communicate with me, give me a nod. And, you know, we've got to help him. We've got to get him his, you know, his rest. And uh, we got to play well around him. You know, he's carrying a big load, but, you know, he'll be fine. Um, and his communication with me, you know, is very good. And um, sometimes, you know, he just needs a quick break. Drew Holiday last night, uh, to go back to uh, Mark Merlin, says, Drew Holiday, stink, stank, stunk, 5 for 22, passed the damn ball. Uh, I was screaming last night, the, the shooting beyond the arc was terrible. And sometimes you just got to keep shooting. But taking contested shots um, and taking quick – here's the thing. When you have a lead, work the clock. What are you coming down for and immediately pop? If you're hitting, I get it. Come down, extend that lead, your lead, you're just pounding on them, pounding on them, pounding on them. But when you're struggling shooting the basketball, you hang on to the ball. You value that possession, that that 24 seconds. Get that get as much of that off of it because at that point in time, the opponent is playing both you and the clock. Why are you giving them the clock? We'll concede the clock. You just play us. What are you doing? I, 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 if you're hitting, that's one thing. If you're not, don't. Work for the open shot. Work the clock a little bit. Take some time and give yourself that ability. They're playing two people. The team and the clock. Don't give them the clock. So uh, Budenholzer last night talked about Drew Holiday's tough night. And then, you know, you got to make some tough baskets, and he's a guy that can make a tough basket and get a tough basket. Um, he just had a, you know, I, I always, you know, they, they play good defensively. They're, um, you know, individually they're good as a team. They're good. So give Boston credit, you know, and he's just got to keep, keep fighting and, uh, he'll find himself. And then the, uh, obvious aspect of this is down the stretch when you're gassed and remember people say, wow, the bucks were so tired. What the hell do you think Boston was? I think Boston just, you know, had 47 guys they were rotating in against a, a nine-man rotation for the Bucks. You know, that's that's gut check time, man. Budenholzer says they need to do a better job of guarding down a stretch. You know, so they made the plays. They got to the paint, finished. They got to the paint, kicked, and made threes. So we got to do a better job of, you know, individually guarding them, as a team guarding them. Um, but, you know, credit to them, and we got to be better. This is the old excuse of, well, this is how the playoffs go. I don't necessarily buy it, but here's what Budenholzer had to say. It's, it's the playoffs. That's how it is. It's 2-2. Two two. We're going back. Um, 
you know, it's exciting. Uh, it's the way it's supposed to be, and it's going to be a great series. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to game five going on the road. And, um, you know, we've been there before, and we got to be our best. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not looking forward to game five. I mean, you're looking forward to trying to take the lead. Yeah, you've got anticipation for that. But, you you know, everybody says, well, we're looking forward to going on the road. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going into an incredibly hostile environment. They, the Boston Celtics just gave their fans reason to get amped up. If they would have lost that game, their fans would have been in desperation mode. And the minute you come out and punch them in the face, you take the crowd out of the game. Now they've got life. They've got rejuvenation. And more so than anything, they've got belief. You know why? Because the whole world is now picking them to win the Eastern Conference Finals. They can smell an NBA Finals now. They can smell it. Everybody said that the winner of this series is going to go on to the uh, going to go on to the NBA Finals. They can smell it now. You, you're not looking forward to going on the road, no, you're not. Giannis says nobody going to feel sorry for them. Nobody says it's going to be easy. And at the end of the day, we know what the deal is now. You know, we got to go in Boston, we got to play good basketball. But now, what uh, how our body feels and uh, what we feel in our mind and all that, who really cares? Nobody cares. Um, we know what the deal is. We got to keep going there. You know, in Boston, play good basketball, play together, have fun, enjoy the game, and hopefully, we can get a win. Then, when you 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 get beat like that, and this is what I appreciate about Giannis. This piece of of sound here is what I appreciate. Because the whole thing about flushing it out and this and that, like I said, that could be just leadership speak. All right? That could be just kind of publicly saying to his guys, no big deal. We got this. We're good. Yeah, well, okay, flush it. Yeah, after our prayer, we're good to go. Don't worry about it. Okay? But this, which I think is crap, but this particular comment is dead on the money, is that when you get beat like this, you got to look inwardly. No doubt about it. But... Look across the court. You got to give a tip of the cap to the way the Celtics have played. They played great. You know, we were able to play great defense for three quarters. Uh, played pretty much good defense in the fourth quarter, but they were making shots, you know. And um, it was their day today, and you got to tip your head and um, figure out, you know, what you can do better and uh, try to win game five. And then, last but not least, uh, you know, he says, hey, look, uh, <laughs> Focus, man. Get it ready. Got to go to Boston. Got to get a win. We know that. You lose a game and uh, everybody says you play terrible and all that. You might lose by one, you know, and everybody says you play terrible. And then you win by one and everybody's like, oh, what a great team effort. But no, you know, we just got to stay focused and locked in um, in what we got to do. Got to watch film. Go to game five. But hopefully we can execute. Hopefully we can put ourselves in a position to win. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, we'll come back home and uh, try to get one there. Does it sound like Giannis in any way, shape, or form is like, eh, kind of feeling like, man, I don't know what we're going to do to be able to beat these guys. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Does it? That, that sounds a little different from the Giannis of last year, doesn't it? Uh, when he said that last night, I had a buddy of mine who, uh, who lives down in St. Louis text me and says, is Giannis sitting back with one ring and saying, eh, I've got my ring, we're good. And I, I, which I, at the time I defended, I said, there's no way he's just too competitive. There's no way. But that sound is, as I listened to it over and over and over again today, was kind of like, hmm, again, very casual after a loss, very casual after a loss. I, 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 
going to be really interested to see how this team comes out and plays in the first quarter against Boston in Boston uh, coming up. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Wabam, W-A-B-A-M. They running around the state right now in the Wabam race car is uh, the Hall of Famer to be, Matt Kenseth, if you see it out and about on the uh, motor speedways. And don't forget, for all, and by the way, so uh, the other day I was out at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I was talking to Craig. I said, how is the stuff at Wabam selling? He said, you know, it's really weird because everybody buys the Harley stuff, and Wabam is really good. He said, the guys there love it. They love it for polishing the motorcycles. They love it for putting it on the fairings, and the bugs just fly right off. He said, they love it. He said, we just can't get people to be exposed to it. They don't know what it is. And I said, you know what? Good point. So there is go to get wabam.com if you're a motorcyclist a car guy if you're a janitorial cleaner if you're a, a company i mean they have so many different products to offer but get wabam.com get g-e-t wabam w-a-b-a-m get wabam.com i encourage you and if you have a motorcycle or maybe a car or a boat and you want to get rid of the bugs you want to keep some of the film off whatever it happens to be they have got a couple of different products that are fantastic you just need to discover it Go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I, I really don't know. I really don't remember. I usually just kind of. Just kind of go about my business, and I do get excited, but like, uh, you know, I, I guess you kind of pick your spots, your moments, and uh, and this was an emotional day. Um, okay, so John stepping in the stairs, did you make out what he said to you? Because what is different that you were kind of about that years? You thought it was justified. Can you take us through that? Yeah, I don't really know what he said to me, but the way he was looking at me and the way that he was going about it uh, really didn't sit well with me. And, and at that point, I think there's something switched uh, with me. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on, now Horford. Don't know what exactly uh, Giannis said to him, but he said that flipped a switch for me. Giannis uh, doing a little bit of the head nod and the mean mug and showing up Al Horford. Now Horford got the last laugh as the Boston Celtics went on to drop 43 on Giannis and the Bucks in the fourth quarter and knock them off 116-108. The series tied up now at two games apiece. Heading back to Boston, Boston with home court advantage. The Bucks needing this next game to steal one to be able to then uh, advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. And in addition to that, Wednesday Night Live is back at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Wednesday Night Live is back at the Budweiser Pavilion. And uh, they have got a terrific lineup again this year. Terrific lineup again this year. So if you're looking for a lot of fun, if you're looking for the announcements, if you're looking for the schedule, uh, all you got to do is find uh, the um, the Bud Pavilion uh, over on Facebook. And just look up at Budweiser Pavilion. May 25th is when it all gets underway, a couple of weeks from tomorrow. Rebel Grace is going to take the stage for the 2022 music season. 
and cannot wait, followed by Madison County, which I seem, I believe, firmly believe, is the best country cover band that's in the state of Wisconsin. They're fantastic. Fantastic. And then Cherry Pie is going to absolutely rock the joint coming up on June 8th, followed by the Toys, the Cheap Shots, Almighty Vinyl. At the end of June, Bella Kane going to be July 6th. Uh, Generation Z, which is fantastic as well, taking the stage July 13th. July 20th, the Love Monkeys, and then uh, they've got a couple of weeks where they have the Wisconsin State Fair, and then they end their season August 31st with the Toys Revisited. It is going to be a spectacular season. All shows begin at 7, gates open up at 6, but put it on your calendar. May 25th, Rebel Grace kicks off the summer concert series at the Budweiser Pavilion out at the Wisconsin State Fair Park, and I cannot be more excited. Cannot be more excited for this. Uh, 877-867-1670, So, now what? Now what? And this was the question posed to me, and I'm going to go to the email real quick. i gotta, I got to get it. Uh, this one's from Mark. Mark says, hey, Eunuch, you think that the Bucks are going to lose, so now what? What do they need to do to win this game, in your opinion? Now what? That is from Mark. By the way, Mark listening to us in Eau Claire. Uh, Mark, the only thing I can say for this Bucks team, one is if you're playing George Hill that many minutes, that means you're not play, playing Bobby Portis. And Bobby Portis has had a physicality impact with his team and defensively on – they could have used him yesterday. I thought that George Hill played too many minutes. I think Coach Bud, there is a – how do I put this? George Hill has fresh legs, obviously, after being banged up this season. But there's also – George Hill's his kind of go-to guy coming out of the San, uh, the San Antonio Spurs organization. Kind of that go-to guy. When when all the chips are down, you kind of stick with what you know. And George Hill's been his guy. So George Hill – and he feels matchup-wise, George Hill would be a better matchup. But I still think there is a uh, – if you're looking for that P.J. Tucker junkyard dog mentality, it still lives, breathes, and exists in Bobby Portis. And I think Bobby Portis needs to get back out on the floor. Now – it doesn't mean two dams if you can't get Grayson Allen and Drew Holiday to start hitting shots. Think about that. They were 8 of 29. 8 of 29 in that game yesterday. Um, you're, you're not going to win that way with those two guys. They were 2 of 10 behind the arc. But 8 of 29 yesterday. And down the stretch, they were non-existent. So you 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 have got to get those two guys rolling again. They've got to feel it. Um, so they, first of all, that's what has to happen. I think Bobby Portis has to get more minutes. Pat Connaughton's giving you everything he can off the bench, and Pat Connaughton obviously he's that block he had from behind yesterday. That was fantastic, and I thought that would have been one of those those energizing moments only to watch the Bucks go down, force a shot, and give the ball back. It, it just There's so many plays that came out of that game defensively where either one, the Bucks made a terrific defensive stand, only to take the ball down, fire it up way too fast, right away, and give it right back. So your momentum is incredibly short-lived. Secondly, when they did work the ball and they did hit a shot, I felt like 
the Boston Celtics did a great job of getting back down the floor, getting an open look, and matching the Bucks shot for shot, basically taking the wind out of their sails. So, I, uh, I that was that was that was disappointing. But it's again going back to what Giannis says. Sometimes you just got to tip your cap because Boston made shots. And they made shots from everywhere. They made shots falling down. They made shots from the corner. They made shots from the key. They had step back jumpers. They had jumper. They had uh, breakaway, you know, layups that they made. Giannis missed a layup yesterday. That'll show you how tired Giannis was. I'll, I'll say this too, and it was made a note of during the broadcast. And I'm not a big Stan Van Gundy fan, but one of the things that he said is Giannis keeps taking threes, and he cannot shoot the three. He's just not that good especially when they'll get a defensive stand or the game begins to get tight and Giannis goes down and pops a three. It just, there's a time and a place for it. And it seemed like when he was taking threes yesterday, there just, that wasn't the time. It wasn't the place. It just, it, it just, that wasn't it. So I get that Giannis needs to do that because you can't, you can't get into a rhythm if you don't shoot. So I understand that. But there's a time and a place for it. And and like I said, they'd get a defensive stand or they'd get a board and they'd come back down the floor and just pop it right away and give them the momentum right back to Boston. Boston would hit their shot and say, okay, no problem. What, what else you got? And I just felt like they just gave it away far too often. Uh, Dennis says, in your opinion, do you think Middleton plays in game six? In game six? If the Bucks win... Game five, no. If the Bucks lose game five, I think it's an outside chance that he will. I think it right now it's a long, long shot. But I think if they lose game five and this is it, I think he will. Unless, of course, it's just unless he's just not capable of playing. And if the doctors just say, no, you, you're going to go tear that thing. And if there's risk of further injury because of weakness, then no, I don't think he plays. But if he's even remotely questionable, I think he would play. I think he would play. 877-867-16. Ah, Tom, you just hung up, man. Tom, I was going to get to you. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you're going to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. And not only are they uh, right here in the state of Wisconsin, but they are wine made by people in Wisconsin. Wisconsin people for the people. Fun in a bottle is what they say. And uh, as far as Forgotten Fire Winery goes, just really good stuff. Really good stuff. If you haven't ever tried it, I uh, highly recommend that you start looking for it in your local liquor stores, your grocery stores, uh, because, you know, Wisconsinites, Midwesterners, not snooty, not pretentious, and that's exactly what this winery is not, not snooty, not pretentious. They're in Pestergo, Wisconsin, and as they say, we got fun in a bottle without attitude. You can find their full line of wines and ciders at and the tasting room. You can find it in the tasting room right there on site or liquor and grocery stores all throughout the great state of Wisconsin. The winery is a great place to get away for wines and cider tastings and live music and private events all year long and any time. It's a great time for forgotten fire wines and ciders. Wisconsin wine, 
made from Wisconsin people for the people. That's Forgotten Fire Winery. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I get a good feeling. I don't have a good feeling about this series right now, I'll tell you that. But uh, hopefully the Bucks can bounce back and uh, get a win in Boston, bring this thing back home, and then see what happens from there. But uh, the Bucks desperately needing a win now. Um, man, I, I'll tell you this. Um, Bucks, Bucks and Celtics, by the way, coming up tomorrow night. That is going to be a 6 o'clock tip time on TNT. They're the early game as the Warriors and Grizzlies are then the late game. Warriors last night battled one out against the Grizzlies. Warriors lead that series three games to one. No John Morant last night as he's got that uh, contusion, that uh, thigh-slash-knee contusion. Uh, but the Bucks and Celtics going back out at tied at two apiece coming up tomorrow night. And can Giannis and company regroup and keep Tatum and Horford uh, at least in check? and not allow them to get uh, the advancement, so to speak. Uh, 877-867-1670, You want to find us, please go ahead and do so. Some breaking news out of the NHL. Dario Melendez of uh, WISN 12 out of Milwaukee saying that the NHL coming to Milwaukee. Pfizer Forum is going to host the Chicago Blackhawks for a game coming this October. It's going to be the first NHL game in Milwaukee since the early 90s, which I I don't think so. I think there was an NHL game that was played back at the Bradley Center, an exhibition game, back when I first came to town. might have been in 99, maybe. I could be wrong. But, um, but regardless, uh, that's news. That's news. I don't care who you are. For those of you that wanted to see some NHL now, I think it is a brilliant move by the Blackhawks because what they're trying to do, because NHL hockey, I, I don't think is, is coming to Milwaukee full time. Okay. Let's just put it that way. But it's a brilliant move by the city to the South to say, let's see if we can't garner either one, pay attention to the fan base that has exited the uh, godforsaken, overtaxed state of Illinois and move northward. Let's uh, bring those fans back into the fold, and let's see if we can't convert a few of those who have taken a dislike to our city for so long. Let's see, because they don't have NHL hockey, let's see if we can't convert a few, convert a few of those over to Blackhawks fans. So they're going to play an exhibition game in October at the Pfizer Forum. So there you go. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. This is from Steve. Steve says, uh, I think the Bucks are going down. They just don't look like they have the same tenacity as they did last year. When their backs were against the wall, they came out swinging. Last night, they seemed to cave. I'm a little bit worried. How about you? Uh, I said, I think right now Boston's a better team. After that game one victory, the Bucks have not played. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when the Bucks were up on uh, Toronto. 
And you thought, oh, this series is over. And then Nick Nurse collapsed the inside, and Giannis had no answer. And the rest of the team didn't have an answer. And they ended up getting beat. And Toronto went on to win uh, the world championship. That's what this reminds me of. It reminds me that the Bucks got out to a fast start. They looked really good, and they felt as if they could flip the switch, and they just have not been able to flip the switch and keep it on consistently throughout this series. Now, it's tied up at two apiece, so they have, even in poor play, they have breathed some life into themselves. But I think since game one, the team that has played probably the most tenacious has been Boston. So let's see. See what the Bucks can do. We got a lot to get to. Still a lot to get to today. We're going to talk with our buddy Andrew Wagner. And normally we get Andrew on to talk a little Bucks or Brewers baseball. And we'll do that. But he was also at the game last night. We're going to talk with him about that. Also, we're going to talk with Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Brewers, by the way, have lost now three straight. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 